Hi, and welcome to episode 16 of the F1 Grid View. Uh, today, we'll be race reviewing the Austrian GP. Uh, this is Har Sangvi, and there's Mihika Shah with you. Hi, Mihika. Hi. How was Plan E, the race, to explode? Honestly, really good. Yeah. It was pretty entertaining, I would say. Yeah, it uh, was. A lot of battles. The best one was when there are five cars battling for one position. Oh, good. We had uh, we had both the Hasses in there. We had Joe in there. We had Fernando in there. And we had Lando in there. And I think Lando and Magnussen were the ones who who like took more advantage of it and went ahead. But yeah. that moment just shows that these new regulations work. Like, they do. So, I think the main part that shows is that Haas yeah. is competing. Yeah, yeah. Double, competing. double points. Uh, yeah. Twice, two weeks in a row. Actually, three. Like, they scored in the sprint yeah. also. So, like, that's fabulous for, for Haas. And I get to double points and make rightfully being annoyed at the end of the sprint because he knew he was clearly faster and when he had the opportunity to show it in the race, he clearly did show it. And P6 is a fantastic result. The only teams ahead of him were uh, were obviously the quicker teams in the Mercedes, uh, Ferrari and uh, Red Bull and uh, and uh, Alpines. Along, uh, Ocon is also ahead. But okay. they were definitely faster cars than him. Yeah. Definitely. I think it was a really good weekend overall, I would say. Other than Carlos Sainz engine failure. Yeah. I mean, it looked similar to this orange fire that lit up. And uh, yeah, but let's get to the crust of it. Red Bull have lost. Their golden boy has lost at the Red Bull ring. I mean, that's gotta hurt. That's really gotta hurt. Very sad. Yeah. And you don't see this because... Everybody was so confident of how dominant they were going to be at, uh, at these inclines and at, at, at these higher yeah. levels. You always see the Red Bull being the better car and being the quicker car. But uh, they were really, really, really uh, outpaced, I would say. And uh, Ferrari, knew, Ferrari knew like if they could take the pit stop oh. later, they, they knew they could overtake them on track. So that was what yeah. was. I think even from the practice rounds, uh, it was, I think they had put up a stat. It was Charles, then Carlos, then George, and then Max yep. in speed. Yep. So with like the straights and everything. And it just showed how much Ferrari has improved Correct. over the few races that, you know, went bad for them. And yep. at the same time that like everyone was so confident that Max will win. Like we saw how <clears throat> they had kept the podium for number one on the top. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's only for Max. But that yep. didn't happen. It was, it was a really fun race. Uh, it, was yeah. really, it was really interesting to see how the strategies were planning out. And uh, a very weird uh, stat. Pirelli normally is a person, is a, is the tire companies normally as such that they would, they, they suggest an extra pit stop. But they were yeah. that a one stopper was going to be ideal. And the decks on the tire were really ridiculous. Like, Max just saved himself from a two-stopper. He actually could have ended up being a three-stopper for Max because yeah, of how badly his tires were degrading. So They all were having pretty bad degradation. Like even yeah. hard tires were degrading very fast. Yeah, they the were. highest um, 
the longest that the hard tires went on for, was for 33 laps for Bottas. Wow, and he really pulled them. 33 laps. Yeah. Because it just looked like a uh, they were really degrading and they were degrading worse for Red Bull. So, if we, we come to the uh, stops and we come to where the pit stops were, um, we'll yeah. actually see that Max's mediums lasted less time than Lewis's hards did, which is very abnormal. Uh, so, yeah, there was something really different to the Red Bull car that was having a lot of degradation on the tyres. Um, yeah. Uh, then getting to Ocon. Ocon had a fantastic uh, sprint, quali and a race. A solid P5 to get them on equal uh, points with uh, McLaren for P4. And McLaren has announced that they're not going to be bringing any new upgrades. And Alpine still does have a few upgrades left. So, I don't know. I see the P4 slipping from McLaren's grasp at this point. Definitely. I mean, even though Daniel and Lando both had a decent weekend, both of them ended up coming into points. Yeah, it's still shows that, you know, Alpine still has a chance to go do better because even Alonso was performing pretty good. He was P5 for quite some time, if I'm not wrong. He was, he was. He was for quite a while. And yeah. the only reason he had to pit was this nut bolt was not attached very tightly. So, he had to come in and uh, make a double pit stop, essentially. And he still yeah. ended in the points. He still made it to P10, which was... Fabulous just shows how good this Alpine has been this year. And uh, yeah, and Fernando Alonso is hands down the most unluckiest person on this planet. At such a great poly this whole year. Like, I will uh, I will say there have been some unlucky drivers in this uh, in this in F1, but 2022 Fernando Alonso, you cannot get unluckier than that. So yeah, take it ahead. What happened in the sprint with Fernando? Um, his his car didn't stop at the at his car and didn't stop from oh, yeah. the, uh, from the start grid. He had a lot of uh, issues getting the car to start. Basically, the battery pan power pack didn't work, and uh, they couldn't take the uh, they couldn't take the what do you call it the the covering from the tire. Tire warmers. The tire warmers were not able to come out, and they just kept yeah. there, and he kept there, and then. Just seeing him getting pulled in the pit lane and seeing him not take part in the sprint was a little because he's somebody who will yeah. give it his all for even five laps or six laps. Uh, and just having that sprint and having Alonso would have been fabulous. Definitely. I mean, he uh, he had a bad sprint. Even uh, Joe had a pretty yeah. normal sprint, I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. did qualify. He did do well, but then the sprint didn't work out well. So, yeah, let's let's get on to our qualifying first. Uh, so, we had qualifying on Friday today, uh, this week. So, uh, the, the qualifying... A lot of people were forgetting that it was on Friday. Yeah, a lot of people did. And uh, so, that for that, you please have to uh, follow us on Instagram so you do know the timings. And we have got a lot of feedback that we should be posting it quicker. So, I think we'll upgrade our uh, schedules and make, it, make sure that we do post it earlier in the week also. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah. Max was okay, so, on pole for for, uh, for Friday's poly. Let's start from the bottom. We oh. saw Daniel, Lance, uh, Joe, Nicholas and Sebastian get out in Q1. Yeah. And it was a pretty bad quality for McLaren. 
I agree. Both not McLaren. I have a problem with this McLaren fans on Twitter also. Like, are they just Lando fans? Are they McLaren fans? I don't understand because the hate Daniel was getting after him getting out of the call uh, of Q3. I understand he's not done well. He's not. Uh, he's not as good as Lando has been this year. But the hate he got saying how bad he is, how beautiful the car is working, and everything of that sort, and. The second you saw Lando Norris also getting eliminated in at P15, it all became how crappy the car is, how bad it is. Nothing to do with like how Lando is driving. It's just the car that was at fault, and when Daniel was driving, it was all Daniel's fault. The car's fantastic. So yeah, there's a lot of hypocrisy, but that is just F1 Twitter, I guess, at this point. Yeah, I mean we've seen that for a lot of people. So yeah, uh, so yeah, Daniel P16, uh, both the uh, Aston Martins out. Joe out and Nicholas Latifi out at P19. Yeah. Um, uh, Yuki, Bottas, Alex, Pierre Gasly along with Lando were out in Q2. Correct. A lot of and, a lot of deleted times there. A uh, lot of track limit yeah. violations. Okay. Another thing was that Pierre Gasly could have had a chance to get into Q2, yes. uh, into Q3, have his times because they deleted Perez's lap times Correct. pretty late. Correct. After and the race, after the whole after the whole quality. So he came down from P four to P thirteen, and that also exactly. uh, Pierre Gasly's chance to go into the top ten and maybe fight for a position higher up ahead the Hasses or the Alpines. Who knows Could how that? Done. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Hamilton I mean, P ten. Yeah. He had a shot. P ten was also one. 13. So I'm pretty sure Gasly would have crossed P10 at least. Yeah. And his P10 also was due to um, him crashing out. Oh, right. So he could exactly. have started P9 ideally. Uh, exactly. So. And even George had crashed. So. Correct. But George did put in a great uh, couple of laps, but he went off Definitely. the exact same way as Hamilton did. There was something with the wind there that was very strong, and the Mercedes couldn't actually hold it together, and they did both yeah. crash very similarly. Uh, Perez finishing in P four, Carlos P three, Charles P two, and Max P one. At this point, the Ferrari didn't look as challenging enough as the Red Bull. They really they were doing fine. If you see the gap, there is hardly any gap there. It's a, it's yeah, three hundredths of a second. But still, uh, still, it didn't look that break a gap. It just looked. You could see how, like Max was in his own zen, and he was just composed and calm. He knew it was his to lose or his to lose essentially. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, very unexpected results. But uh, yeah, this is how the qualifying panned out. But we also saw a lot of Ferraris fighting amongst each other. Yeah. No team orders there for Ferrari, which is very, which is very strange. I guess at this point now you know your, you know which which horse you're betting on. You know you this, you know you're going to take Charles to the end, and you want him to win. Uh, why would you not just ask Science to hold position? Why would you not just tell him to just relax and not make those I mean, uh, uh, dive bombers in Science? About how last week when Benotto was talking to. Charles, he was actually saying that you know today we have let Carlos win, but next time we have a nice surprise for you. One of my favorite reminded me of the tail wagging was Alonso with Yuki driving through, and Alonso just like asking him to drive properly or just like wagging is like don't do that or you see what happens. He went on the grass 
he overtook yuki on the grass i don't know how that man does it uh, yeah i'm just a fan i'm sorry and he still and he is still so just like out of any luck i'm i'm just a fan i love i love yuki's response also yuki had nothing to say during the race but he's put up a story today morning uh, with just with the salute emoji to alonzo like i understood your finger wagging uh, so yeah that was that that whole thing was like cute uh, yeah i'm moving to the sprint yes first happened still had a huge chance yep there was so, no first happened took a hair when he when he got the lead he just kept maintaining it and for the first couple of laps it also helped where the ferraris were fighting amongst themselves to get p2 yeah and obviously that slowed the two of them down and max could just keep increasing his lead uh, but this is where the problem actually started for red bull towards the last three of the 23 laps you could see that max was losing time to charles and the main reason of that was degradation yeah. on the tires so the tires kept degrading and of course this was this was we would see more of this tomorrow in the main race but the tires the tires keep getting degraded and he did lose a lot of time and it didn't ever look like leclerc would catch up but you could essentially see him lose a lot of time because that gap was around 4 or 5 seconds before lap 18 or 19 and because i just because there was a huge gap that yeah. he had built on and then because yeah that That we saw that towards the end, and that's how we realized that you know. Yeah, there is something off. that this Ferrari. It might not be that easy a fight or a easy a win for Max at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Russell star uh, came into P four. Perez uh, Perez did really well to get from P thirteen to P five. Uh, yeah, there was some. Yeah, we've there. always seen him, you know, overtake. Great places. He has I been good at. I feel Perez does best when his back is against the wall. He's yeah. starting. He's going first, and he's starting last. Or his his win at the end. That didn't work in his favor during the main race. But this car was really badly uh, damaged. I don't think even if he had. He also had a huge gap. Yeah. He had a almost a forty second gap. He had a fifty one second gap, and when they made uh they made Russell stop. And service five second penalty for causing that collision. Russell was still twenty five to thirty five seconds ahead. And when he kept going and racing around the track, he kept losing almost one and a half two seconds per lap, which was which is unheard of. And your car is essentially damaged, and you there is no point running it in the race at all. So because I think it was a sixth lap or seventh lap, he could have almost no eighth lap. He could have almost got Max DRS to keep him ahead of Leclerc. So Max was lapping him by the eighth lap. So you understood how bad it was for. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, getting starting again from the bottom. Alonso didn't start his sprint, so he started P twenty. Uh, he started P nineteen in the actual race because of the engine penalties that Bottas took to start P twenty. Yeah, Vettel uh, spun and with yeah, Vettel did spin there. Sonoda P seventeen, Albon P sixteen, Gasly P fifteen. Joe fourteen stole nothing very impressive from them. Um, Norris and Ricardo, I thought was a good battle. I thought Ricardo was was just inching towards going ahead of Norris, but they kept yeah. on the McLaren app, and you saw on social media they kept telling Ricardo to hold position, not make dive bomb attempts at Norris, and not both of them lose their chances. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what's happening with McLaren, but they really need to sort the team orders I out at this point. The best part of the sprint was. Lewis Hamilton versus Mick Schumacher. Yep. yep. 
and that was just fabulous like i could see some of michael in mick at that point and you really realized why he's got to f1 is not just daddy's cash at this point it's not your it's not your everyday lance strolls or nicholas latifis he's a genuine fighter and you've seen that in p in formula 2 if you have followed his career in formula 2 he's actually he's actually very well known for just taking the lead staying ahead and then defending like a lion essentially so he did really 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 well and um, yeah he didn't let lewis up through for almost four or five laps and lewis had got through make easily got through um, hamilton uh, magnuson and ocon for that matter i feel and yeah that would have been that would have been very that would have been devastating i think for any other team and he would would get up to p2 or p3 in the race also so yeah without any without any failures so quota yeah. p10 lo and quota p10 mick p9 hamilton p8 magnuson p7 uh, so the new rules of uh, sprint racing say that the first eight get points not just the first three so yeah. mick also just missed out on a point there Uh, so everybody from Verstappen, Leclerc, Sainz, Russell, Perez, Ocon, Magnussen, Hamilton did get points. So yeah. The race. Yeah, go ahead. First of all, Perez had a very bad start. Correct. It was there were memes about how George is learning from Lewis and <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, there's nothing to say there. Latifi not very surprised. I mean, he would have been P eighteen either ways. Yeah. Science. My favorite moment was when uh, when people started tweeting. I I think it was Chris Madlet's tweet on uh, on Twitter which said that Latifi yeah. retires hashtag F one and everybody was losing their shit. Everybody knew he retired from the race. The comment section was like the best. Was so mean. I mean, people can't wait to get Oscar Piastri into that seat. But oh yeah, we'll come to that rumor later that is going around in the paddock. Uh, okay, let's just get to it right now. Why beat around the bush? Uh, Ted Kravitz said it. Uh, Will Buxton said it in the post-race interview. There is a very, very, very likely chance that the only reason that Oscar Piastri hasn't signed on with Williams right now, and there's no popular uh, possible announcement right now, because it looks like Ricardo might be the one who's getting replaced at McLaren. Um, yeah. And- and uh, oscar piastri might be taking that seat so i know we we all want to see ricardo next year in f1 but who knows what's going to happen with that um, he could possibly join williams or he could possibly shift to any other parallels because mclaren has been racing in a quite a number of cat- number of categories so maybe he could go to indycar or formula e or something like that but there are there are there are a lot of rumors in the paddock going around that Oscar Piastri might be replacing Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren. So yeah, let's hope for the best. Good luck, Daniel. I hope that doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, but you've seen Ricciardo and uh, Zac Brown state very well that they do want to continue this and take this ahead. So let's hope it stays that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Yuki's P sixteen, Gasly's P fifteen, Shoff P fourteen, Stroll P thirteen, Albon P twelve. Bottas P11 just missing out on the points Bottas and Alonso having a very interesting battle in the last lap or two and Alonso just managing to hold hold on to the P10 and secure a point for his team Ricardo P9 uh, showed good promise i would say like got into the points after a, after a while so 
Yeah. Ricardo, uh, Magnuson P8. Norris had engine issues in practice, so he was on an older engine, and he yeah. got it to got his car to P7. Schumacher getting his best ever race finish at P6. Ocon also doing really well to get to P5. Uh, and as we always know, if there is anything goes wrong with the first two cars, the Mercedes are just there to take that positions in P3 and P4. I think at this point, any podium Mercedes has gotten is only because of a Ferrari a Red of Bull course. DNF. Of course, that's that's literally been the history for the last two years. It's been if Ferrari or McLaren or or an Renault have gone onto the podium, it's because Red Bull and yeah. Mercedes screwed up or had a had a DNF. Before that, it was always if Red Bull is on the podium or. Yeah, Weird to see Mercedes at that position, yes. you know. Even if we've been seeing that for like the but past time. That's, that's, that's the best part I feel about the season because Mercedes is doing yeah. so well that they know they don't have a quicker car, they don't have a they don't have the fastest vehicle out there, but they're keeping the reliability and they're keeping their drivers are like staying very very, uh, I would say consistent that they getting their podiums. Podium. Yeah, they're just there if there's any. Issues in the first two uh, teams, they're always there to secure the P3. So, yeah. And Hamilton had a huge gap. Yeah. Like everyone was waiting, oh, now Verstappen uh, and Charles have gone. Hamilton will take a few 15 20 minutes to come to the finishing yeah. line. Yeah, Hamilton had a decent enough gap, like a 41. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I didn't understand. Like, I felt like Verstappen wanted to pit even for his third set of tires, and he could have easily done that and still come out P two. Uh, I think that was the whole plan when when when. But uh, uh, during the time when he could have pit, the gap wasn't that huge. Correct, correct. So, I, so when, I what I thought was when Science would overtake him and get P two just before Science broke down, he could have. He was just going to overtake it, uh, Max yeah. into that corner itself, just before he broke yeah. down. I thought that uh, Carlos will overtake Max and Max would come in a couple of laps later and put on some soft tyres and just race to the end and still get P3. But then when it became to P2, I think they just they just eased off on the tyres. They asked, they asked him to relax on the tyres and just maintain his pace. And yeah, possibly get P2, which was the best I think he could do with that car with the degradation on the tyre. If a few more laps, uh, if Max had like... Even if he had five to seven laps more, he could have yeah. overtaken Charles at some point. Yeah. But definitely not uh, if this was the result. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Um, wow, Ricardo is P1. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so the, there were quick stops and there were some really slow stops also. There were, yeah. everybody did a minimum of two stops. You had like two stops to get it from. Stop for Verstappen was around 3.5. Yeah, 3.5 was a very slow stop for as compared to a yeah. stop for Red Bull. So, yeah, uh, pretty good stops. Uh, teams getting into the under three, sub par, sub three. So, yeah, good on them. The pit stops. Oh, yes, this is very interesting to me. So, this race, because how Pirelli said it would be a very easy one stopper, and just yeah. like what? Um, yeah, so look at that. Just look at how well Lewis Hamilton does on his hearts, or everybody does on their hearts, uh, compared to Verstappen on his mediums. 
it really really didn't make any sense why there was so much deck but yeah. i mean the most weird part was that everyone was degrading so much but lewis had really good tires bono my tires are great i have what is that statement like how does that happen i know bono wasn't there in this race so he didn't say bono my tires are great but still said tires are doing okay tires are good yeah so yeah uh, i mean 28 laps he went on with those mediums and verstappen was struggling correct so yeah the the one i really like a lot is alonso at at p10 he goes on 27 laps on his hards for another set of hards he makes it to 57 and then he pits for medium tires and he realizes they haven't yeah. put a nut on properly and he has to come back the next round and take a yeah. third pit stop and he still manages to finish p10 that is that is fabulous i mean he got lucky because the second time he came in it was around the time of the virtual safety yeah. car yeah i mean so it saved him some time i don't think that luck even factors into how much bad luck he's had this year so yeah uh, yeah uh, i was very surprised that both the aston martins had no new tires you have vettel on old hards on old mediums then you have lance yeah. on old mediums then going on to old hards and then new hards uh, where did they end up using their tires before the race like how did they have not even one new tire ready to go they used all of them in q3 yeah like what you want You want to take it to Q3. So, what was happening with the Aston Martins? I have no clue. Are they? Yeah, is Vettel now also trying to save the tires with the bees? We have no clue what's happening. Um, he did get a penalty for storming off the off the drivers' yeah. meeting. So he also saw Leclerc was tapping and Hamilton get a ten thousand yeah uh, fine for that trainers coming and uh, and like messing with them at yeah. Park for me before they got paid. So. Yeah, they've been they've been uh, they've been told that a number of times to not do that, and they still went ahead and did that. So fair enough. Like you can't penalize them. Just less yeah. less money for for Max to spend on FIFA, I guess. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Okay. So I'm not sure if I'm happy with the change in P2 position for Leclerc. Why not? Are you a Leclerc hater? I'm not a Leclerc hater, but like it was good to see Perez P2. Yeah, but Red Bull won't have kept that for so long, anyways. Like, yeah, I mean they could have kept it, but till the time he wasn't challenging Max, he was just building a Max was building a lead for himself. I think he would have been happy, but I don't think they would wanted Perez to mess with Max's flow. I guess. So yeah, uh, Perez and Sainz both getting zero points, so nothing for them. Uh, Russell's Russell's slowly and surely creeping in, one twenty eight, fantastic, fantastic. In that car is is great. Uh, yeah. Great all of points. Lewis Hamilton is one hundred and nine, two back to back podiums for him. Um, Norris sixty four, Ocon fifty two, Bottas forty six, and Alonso twenty nine. So yeah, Alpine has got two cars into the top ten. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely going to make the constructors P four battle very very interesting at this point. The the gap for Red Bull has been decreasing now. Yeah. Like they need to work on it because Ferrari has been getting P one constantly, yeah. and they uh, really need to. That also, and there is a there is this 
Ferraris, we've talked about Ferraris non-reliability, but Red Bull haven't been doing that great either with their drivers. They're, they're either crashing out or they're, they're having the some... Only so, one thing that I realized was that in the beginning, uh, how Vettel in 2018 got three uh, P1s and then did not win any race. Yeah. Uh, Charles has finally, you know, overcome that. In that jinx, he's won after Australia in Austria. So yeah, good for good for him. But yeah, he's in a much stronger car. He's not, and he's not racing like a Mercedes that is just going to beat him. So yeah, this is this is going to be a lot of fun, I guess, till the end of the year. And yeah, like one more DNF for Max, and it just brings everything to a very very equal standstill. I don't I don't want that. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. There are no teams with zero points. Yep. Even Williams has points. Yep. Everybody has his thirty-four. Who would have thought of this? That this last year, thirty-four points. That is a great haul of points. They've jumped from P ten with zero points. I like Haas has been making so many memes about it. Yeah, their their social media team is great. Every time they get a point, I think every every the ship becomes bigger. Point, yeah, every 10 million they get, they just add it to the ship, to Gunther's ship, and he doesn't have to buy a... Uh, I think... I don't know where the money is coming from because either the money goes into building the ship or building the car. This time, both are doing pretty good. Yeah. There are no upgrades come. There are no upgrades still now also. They're expecting upgrades after the summer break in Hungary. So, yeah, let's, let's see how that goes. Um, yeah. Fantastic results, though. This is a very, very interesting, uh, just a stat that we found. This is the number of points a driver has earned by his salary. Lance Stroll is getting a very good pocket money from his father at this point. Like, really good allowances there. I don't know what is happening with the Canadian, but he has some really good pocket money. Uh, yeah, but US dollars, not Canadian dollars. Yeah, I mean, still. So, uh, Seb also... For uh, Daniel Ricciardo also has has a very heavy hefty paycheck, but not a lot of points. Uh, Fernando Alonso has an extremely extremely hefty one of the second or third highest pays in F1, but he's also got a good amount of points. He's also lost a good amount of points. So I don't know. I'm not going to hold that much ahead for him. Uh, Alex Albon also has done pretty well, but he's in a Williams. So how much do you expect? Lewis Hamilton, you can't measure that much because of his. How hefty his paycheck is. So yeah. Um Gasly Norris. Uh who who've been our top like the bank for the buck? It's George Russell and Perez because they have a good salary. It's not like they don't have a good salary, but they've also got a good consistent amount of points. Yeah. UP I'm sure doesn't have a massive, massive salary, but he's still got enough points. Similarly with Charles, he I'm sure he has a big enough salary, but he's also justified that with the number of points he's got. Obviously, he's not world champion. He's like a Max is or uh, Alonso is or a Vettel is or a Lewis is. So, he's not commanding that salary right now, but he's still got enough points. Yeah. Mick is getting good pocket money now. Yeah, Mick is finally getting some good money to show for his points. So, yeah. yeah. A couple of more uh, points for him and he'll be at the bottom, I feel, at this point. Because I'm sure his salary is not very high, but he's still getting a lot of points. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the best part. Coming down to our favorite segment. 
so yeah, we rank uh, drivers out of ten points uh, based on their overall how their weekend was. Um, we judge them from free practice. This time, we actually do have an entertaining Friday to judge them also because we have the polys, we have the sprint, and we have the race. So yeah, we start from the bottom. Take it ahead, Nita. Okay, Perez had a good. uh quali but again uh, ex- exceeded track limits so that doesn't count he yeah. had a good sprint i would say right. uh, managed to go to p5 i would agree with that and, uh the car crash wasn't his fault yeah so george did get again a- i want to uh, just say right away i'm going to subtract one point from george because he just got 5 second penalty it did no good to perez Yeah, it didn't didn't do any good to Perez, but yeah. I don't really understand how that works. I'm still against it. Like I don't think that should have been a penalty, but uh, yeah. But they've set precedent from last year, so you have to follow those rules. So yeah. Okay, so Perez will get a six and a half because yeah, a six and a half, five and a, a five and a half, six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Latifi did nothing yeah, this weekend. I think. Oh. Yeah. Carlos had a great uh, qualifying. He had a good sprint. He was going to end up P two. Bad race because of Ferrari. So so a seven to seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yuki had a decent weekend. Six. Yeah, just very mediocre. Not like not. I don't. Yeah. Think, I think it was very average. So five. Similarly with Gasly also, just five. Yeah. Uh, Seb had a good week. That good a weekend, so I would say a five. Yeah, Seb two five. Uh, yeah. Joe had made it to Q two. Uh, he made it to Q two. He did end up getting a place. He uh, losing a place, but uh, I think a six six for six for two. Well, I think for for yeah. uh, uh, Joe. Dance did Dance. not have a good quali. No decent sprint. Yeah. And, and again, uh, similar six. to Joe, a six. Yeah, six. Yeah. And Albon had a decent. No, he didn't have a good quality. Got out in Q one. Yeah, a decent sprint. Yeah. Um, five, I would say. Yeah, I he I think he made up a lot of places, so I think a six would suffice. And also, he this is an opportunity for the teams. To see how he they how the upgrades were doing in uh, clean air and fresh air because he didn't get to run last week at the British Grand Prix, so. Yeah. Yeah. But he made up three places, but there were three DNFs. Yeah, but there were DNFs for uh, Stroll and Joe, who gave six also. So. Yeah, but these guys, Is he it? made up three places because Carlos, Nicholas, and Perez crashed. Uh, did not finish the race. Fair. I will still give him a six. I don't know. If we just fair, if we finish, he still finished ahead of Stroll and Joe, who started ahead him. So he did overtake them on the road. And if they get a six, why yeah. doesn't he get a six? Okay, let's give him a six. Yeah, thank you. Bottas uh, had a started from the pits. Started P twenty yeah. from the pits. Um, came up to P eleven. Missed out on the points, but I think he was a good effort. Eleven. Yeah. Alonso had a pretty good race, pretty good quality. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just gonna be a fanboy right now and just say ten. 
he did all he could he did all he could like how much is yeah. that going to affect him uh, eight i would say i would i'll be reasonable eight. eight eight yeah daniel uh, ricardo got into points i'm giving him an eight what six and a half at max okay yeah he missed that out on quality much better and he was on an older engine so six and a half i'm going to keep okay. ricardo fandom aside 97 Magnussen had a pretty good race, pretty good weekend. Yeah. I would say a solid eight. Yeah, because of that car, what he's driving and getting these results, I would say eight. Yeah, but a seven and a half works. Yeah, so. Mick, Mick outperformed him. Yeah, so Mick is going to get a nine. No, so that's okay. Okay, um, Lando made up good points this weekend. Yeah, he'll get an eight. Yeah, a seven, a seven and a half, eight. Ocon is a nine for me. He did really well. Yeah, make Ocon both a nine. Yeah. Uh, George, I would say eight. Yeah, just just steady enough, just there. He got the penalty. Yeah. He made it there, so eight. Lewis is Lewis, a nine. Eight. Okay, he did. His quality was not that great. I'll take that. And uh, the only reason he got on the podium was because Carlos. Could yeah, be. but still, he did manage to do that. So eight. Max yeah. is a nine. Is he didn't have that? Max is an eight point five. Okay, Max is an eight point five. He's it was more of the tire decks, yeah. So I don't know what that was. So yeah, you could do that. Uh, Charles yeah. is a nine. Uh, yeah. Charles did really well. Charles is a nine. I don't know yes. if anybody is a ten at this point in this race. It was not a perfect race for anybody. Yeah, let's race rate the constructors. Okay. Ferrari. What we're done with the time? Will we like? Oh. I'll send you. An, oh, but I will not be able to send you a new link. Why? This recording saving will take ten minutes. So I'll send you a new link. But Zoom is only busy now for me saving this. Oh, never mind. Uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, so yeah, that's it from this week's episode of the F1 Grid View. Uh, we'll see you soon. Next uh, next week is uh, is not a race. The the French Grand Prix is after so, a week. So. 20- Second to twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Thank you. Bye bye. Good night, Mika. Bye.